Hey, you guys, this is Heidi St. John. It is Friday, May 26th. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. And so on Wednesday, I talked a little bit about modesty and what's going on with uh, that, like how do we know what God wants us to do and all kinds of things, right? Not just modesty, but in the way that we, we eat and the way that we dress and the things that we say, because our lives are uh, really, we are here to bring glory and honor to the Lord. And I said, I'm going to be answering some questions that have been coming in from readers because I've been out on the road. And I'm going to do that again today. We're going to be talking about homeschooling and kind of come at it from a little bit of a different angle. But first of all, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I have enjoyed meeting so many thousands of you uh, on the road this summer since I hit the road in February. It has been a joy and a delight to meet you. I love it when you come up to me and say a moment of silence. (laughs) Like It just... um, It's a thrill. It really is to meet so many of you. I loved being with a lot of you last weekend at Fearless Northeast in New Jersey. And I wanted to give you a couple of little updates about where I'm going to be coming up because I I keep forgetting to do that. This is my week off and I've been enjoying it. I sat out in the sun the other day with my six-year-old and we were talking about how God makes animals after their own kind, how a dog can never become a cat. And that led into a great discussion about how a boy can never become a girl. (laughs) So I want to just encourage you guys, you parents these days, man, we are up against it. And I think I am hearing from more people than ever uh, via my podcast and on the blog and over at my Facebook page who never thought they would consider homeschooling and are thinking about it and are asking me things like, are you sure I can do it? And all those things. So I'll talk about all this stuff today, but I want to let you know, I'm uh, speaking of homeschooling, I'm going to be speaking about homeschooling and two homeschoolers at the ICHE convention in uh, Naperville, Illinois coming up. I'm going to be leaving in just a couple days for that. And so I'll link back to it today, but if you're in the Chicago area, please come out and say hello. I'd love to meet you. I don't believe I've ever done, I'm looking over at my head, I don't think we've ever done it. The Chicago Conference, the homeschool conference. I have not. This will be my first time there. So uh, come on out and say hello. I'm kind of excited because uh, my publisher, Tyndale, is headquartered in Chicago. And so after that, I'll be spending a couple of days uh, with my uh, publishing team over at Tyndale. So we appreciate your prayers for that. Following that, I have um, a two-week, almost literally unheard of for me, vacation. And then I will be at the Ocean Conference. So that's the Oregon Convention. If you have not signed up for that, please do so. You can uh, sign up at oceannetwork.com or just Google the Oregon Homeschool uh, Conference, and it'll come up. And then after that, I'll be speaking at Chef the very next weekend at Chef in Alabama. So still a pretty busy weekend uh, schedule for me right now, but I I love doing it. And I hope you guys have been encouraged uh, by what you've heard so far out on the road. And I've been thrilled to meet so many of you. All right. So let's dig into this because it's a big deal. All right. Uh, homeschooling is a big deal. So for those of you who have never heard me uh, talk about homeschooling, you must be really brand new <laughs> to my ministry and to our family because I've been, I'm 187 years old in homeschooling. I've been homeschooling since what feels like the dawn of time to me. And uh, our oldest daughter, Savannah, is just coming up on 26 years old. And our youngest daughter is six. And so she's just finishing. Uh, we actually are just, I can't even believe I'm saying this. We are just wrapping up the first grade. I actually feel a little melancholy about it, I think. Uh, because she's our last and she is a delight. Uh, she's also, she's just a delight. And so, and I'm not the same homeschool mom I was. So a lot of you listening to this are old homeschool moms like me, 
right? And I'm not the same homeschool mom I was 20 years ago when I had a lot, you know, youth on my side and I was full of youthful enthusiasm and I wanted to do all kinds of, you know, uh, paper mache projects. And now I'm just like, oh, dear God, help me. You help me get through this. Help me, help me teach long division one more time. I was just doing, um, what was I doing? Oh, converting fractions to decimals with, with our uh, daughter who's just finishing sixth grade. She's just finishing up sixth grade. And for a moment there, I literally thought I was going to poke my eyes out with a with a pencil. <laughs> so the truth is, homeschooling it has its ups and downs. It, it absolutely does. And uh, and if you're thinking about homeschooling and you've never done it before, I'm just going to be flat out honest with you and tell you it'll be the hardest, best thing that you'll ever do with your kids. It is. Uh, it requires commitment. It requ- it's a sacrifice. Uh, one thing I've noticed about this generation of homeschool parents is that they are, well, they're different from my generation. And by my generation, I mean the homeschoolers that were starting out, uh, you know, 20 some odd years ago. We were really running towards something that we saw was going to be different and hopefully life bringing for our kids. And in many cases, didn't have access to a lot of curriculum and didn't have access to a lot of things that, uh, that, that really homeschoolers have access to now. And we were motivated, right? I mean, we were going to homeschool come hell or high water with nothing but the library, if that's what it took. This generation of parents who are beginning their homeschool journey uh, are really running from something, from what I can see. And I travel all over the country. I talk to homeschooling families all the time. And I see a lot of fear in the culture today. I see a lot of parents who are like, oh my goodness, this is happening. I just spoke to a mom uh, a couple of weeks ago at an event where I was at, and she said that her uh, son is going to school with, and he's in second grade in public school with uh, a little boy, and these kids have been in school since they were in kindergarten together, right? A little boy who uh, is uh, dressing as a girl and wants to be referred to as a girl. And it's confusing for her son uh, because it is confusing, right? Because uh, her son knows that this is a boy who wants to be uh, referred to and dressed now as a girl. And there's so many things from uh, from uh, the ideologies that are being promoted in the schools uh, today to uh, the identity politics that are being promoted in the schools today. This generation of parents, a lot of them who are choosing to pull their kids out are running from something, not running to something. And so the 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 uh, the difference, I think, in the generations is pretty stark. And, and this sort of brings me to the first question that I got. I'm hoping I'm going to have time to address both of these uh, today on the podcast. But the first question I got was from a mom who was saying that she and her, she's just had a rough year. And she's saying she's she's had a rough year. She's not sure if she wants to keep homeschooling. Moment of silence for the hundred thousands of you who are listening who are also not sure if you want to keep homeschooling. So she's saying, you know, uh, dear Heidi, would you please talk about this? We've had a rough year. I've been uh, on and off of bed rest through a, a series of unfortunate events. She says that her husband is uh, a little bit worried about her. And we've talked about this on the podcast before. And uh, I'll just save you some time by telling you, if your husband is dead set against you homeschooling, then don't homeschool because you want the marriage is more important. And we want to have, um, we want our kids to grow up in a home where they are, they are given love and uh, they see love and respect going back and forth between a husband and a wife. So if that's the situation that you're in, I would say your marriage is more important than homeschooling. This mom had a little bit of a different uh, angle. She was saying she just had had, she's had a rough year. She's got a child who's in the sixth grade, a child who's in the fourth grade. She's a third grader, and it sounds like she uh, has a toddler. And so to this mom, she's saying, listen, I'm just tired. I'm just burned out. And she said, is there ever a good reason to put your kids in public school? And mom, can I just tell you right now that I have been where you are so many times. I have gone to my husband and and 
uh, at different times throughout our homeschooling uh, career, I guess you could call it. And I've literally cried and said, can we just, can we put them back in school? I don't want to do this anymore. And for those of you, and this sounds like just a classic case of burnout to me, right? You start off with all these high expectations and all these lofty goals and all these things that you want to do. And you realize, okay, this is actually going to be harder than I thought it was going to be. And then life gets in the way and then there's financial pressure. And then you've got a child who's disobedient or disrespectful or whatever. And so you get discouraged. And I hear so much discouragement in your voice. And can I just say, if you're still homeschooling your kids right now, a lot of you were at the end of the school year. And if that's you right now, it's actually okay to quit. So a moment of silence for just laying it down. All right. It's okay to stop for the year and just give yourself a break. And uh, I, I think, you know, I went to a private school, kindergarten through 12th grade, and I loved my school. I cannot remember a year that we ever got all the way through our Saxon math book. I don't remember ever finishing all the way through a science book. I didn't. We didn't finish. We got as far as we could, which was usually a little bit more than three quarters of the way through any given book or any given program. And then school was out. And uh, we came back the next year and we started with a little bit of review and we picked it right back up again. And you can do that. And so when you're asking me if there's ever any good reason uh, to put your kid in public school, yes, there is. Uh, I can think of lots of good reasons to put your pub- your kids in public school. But being tired, I would say maybe instead of making a decision that drastic, maybe take a rest. Maybe give yourself permission to just enjoy your kids. Maybe go to the zoo and not require them to uh, turn in a report to you at the end of the visit. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe take a rest because what I hear in your voice is just weariness and tiredness. And uh, and to me, uh, this is a tough one because, you know, I am of the opinion, especially what's happening with what I see happening in schools today, is, is homeschooling going to save your kids? No. Homeschooling is not the answer. If you're looking for a, a catch-all, fix-all, um, foolproof way to raise your kids and you think that homeschooling is going to do it, not trying to hurt your feelings, but it's not. All right. Jesus is the answer. And we want to raise our kids to know and love and serve the Lord. That said, I do think that homeschooling is probably one of the best, if not the best, way to disciple your kids throughout their growing up years. Why? Because they've got time with you. It affords you something that you will never get uh, when your kids are in either a private school or a Christian school, and that is time. Now, the gift of time that you've been given is also the thing that wears you out right? <laughs> because you're with your kids all day long and you just think, oh my goodness, you know, I, I have I have gone into bed at the end of the day many, many times and just thought if one more person asked me for one more thing, I'm going to lose it, right? And that's the nature of the commitment that you make when you decide to homeschool your kids because it is a commitment and it is a lot of work. But I think it's worth it. And it's worth it to disciple your kids. The Bible says in Luke 640 that, that a student is not above his teacher, but then when he's fully trained, he will be like his teacher. And uh, I'll tell you what, you know, people ask my husband and I all the time why we decided decided to homeschool. Because a lot of people in the world look at homeschoolers and go, my goodness, why would you do that? What sane woman would choose to be locked up with her children for 18 years in a row when she could be shipping them off to school and having somebody else do the job of educating them? Well, we don't do it because we are uh, people of incredible patience. We don't do it because we have a lot of money. We don't do it because uh, we have a lot of extra time. We do it because we recognize the importance of discipling our kids and we recognize there's value in it and nothing that's worth doing in this life is easy, right? Not a single thing. And so uh, when you think about you know putting your kids in school, I guess my encouragement to you would just be A, like everything, 
take it to the Lord, take it before the Lord in prayer. Um, I, I'm going to disagree here with several of my brothers and sisters in the Lord who believe that there is a biblical mandate for homeschooling and that there and anything else is a sin. I don't see that. I, don't, I can't make a scriptural case for it. I think the Bible says that when a student is fully trained, he'll be like his teacher. Hello. And so when we put our kids into a, a godless, even anti-God system of, of education for 12, sometimes 13 years in a row, and then they come out with a godless, anti-God worldview, we shouldn't be surprised. Because that's what that's what God's word says. It says that when your when your students are fully trained, they're going to be like their teacher, right? So this is a big deal. The other thing uh, that I think is important for us to remember as parents is that uh, we have a responsibility to be uh, guided by and be listening to the Holy Spirit. That's what I said on Wednesday when we were talking about modesty. Um, I can't tell you what to wear. Well, I probably I could. That's not true. I probably could say, wow, please don't go to Walmart, you know, wearing nothing but your underwear and bra. Please don't do that, right? <laughs> like, I think we can agree. But most of these things, they're matters of personal conviction, and you have to take them before the Lord in prayer. And uh, and honestly, you guys, that's what's kept me from not quitting um, all these years, because there have been many years, especially the year that I had my hysterectomy and uh subsequently, or not subsequently, I had no babies after my hysterectomy, previously <laughs> to my hysterectomy, uh, having babies through all those years of homeschooling. Uh, you know, some of my births were really uh, difficult and the recovery was difficult and therefore homeschooling was difficult. We all go through seasons like that. And I think it, it becomes so important to us just to be, Lord, how do you want us to respond? What do you want us to do? Teach us what it means. Uh, to take your yoke upon you and learn from you. Matthew 11, in Matthew 11, Jesus said, take my yoke upon you, learn from me because my yoke is easy, my burden is light. And he said, you will find rest for your soul. And so to all the homeschool moms who are burned out right now and they just want to quit, can I just say, if you're pretty much done with your curriculum, just lay it down, go to the park, make some cookies, enjoy the sunshine, especially if you live here in the Pacific Northwest, right? All of us are crawling out from underneath our, our um, mossy rocks, right? <laughs> just trying to let our eyes adjust to the sun. Get out there with your kids and enjoy them. And I think uh, bring it before the Lord. Don't make a rash decision one way or the other, either yanking your kid out of school and say, I'm never going to do that again, or... Or, uh, or the opposite. We've got to be men and women who are led by and listen to the voice of the Lord in every area of our life, and that includes homeschooling. So that's kind of my exhortation to you. The other question about homeschooling that came to me uh, via email the other day was from another mom who is wondering when to start homeschooling. And uh, this can go, I mean, we can go 100 different directions with this, but I am a huge fan of better late than early. I am. I wish we could abolish preschool. I wish we could see uh, uh, classrooms bring back toy kitchens and play food and all those things and put down your iPad and instill in your kids a sense of wonder. So I tell parents, uh, these are the wonder years. So if you're listening to me and your oldest kid is, you know, well, for sure, if your oldest kid is just five or six years old, but even if your oldest kid is seven or eight, uh, these are the years that I call the wonder years. And you have an opportunity to instill a sense of wonder in your children. Uh, my daughter, Sailor, and I, uh, you know, I, I so appreciate being home with my kids, especially during this time of year, because I travel so much. And I was outside with her. We were, uh, remember I told you we were reading about how God made each animal according to its own kind. 
And so we were talking about animals and how tadpoles become frogs and how uh, little baby uh, kangaroos called joeys, they're like an inch long when they're born and their mama puts them in their pouch and eventually they poke their heads out. And we were talking about just the wonder of creation. And after a few minutes, I said to Sailor, because we were sitting on the trampoline, I said, hey, why don't we just lay, lay back on the trampoline for a few minutes and let's just listen to all the sounds around us. And so that's what we did. We heard frogs, we heard crickets, we heard every manner of bird. And after a few minutes, of course, we heard a couple of airplanes coming down from uh, from Portland International. And Sailor, you know, because we're trying to listen to the birds, okay? Moment of silence for laying on the trampoline with your six-year-old listening to the birds. And Sailor goes, hey, airplane, we're trying to listen to creation here. <laughs> And I just thought, yeah, I want to instill a sense of wonder in my kids. I want them to have time to go out and look for, uh, you know, snakes. Don't do that if you're in Tennessee, by the way. But here in the Pacific Northwest, we don't really have poisonous snakes. I want my kids to go out and look for gardener snakes and uh, rubber boas in the rockery and collect uh, tadpoles down at the pond and watch them turn into frogs. And this is your chance to help your children look at the stars of them, instill a sense of wonder. God wants your children to be filled with awe and wonder at his creation. And I think we're losing that sense of wonder because we have access to the internet and we fly everywhere at the drop of a hat if we want to. And we've forgotten uh, that God is a God of uh, incredible creativity and wonder. And so I just want to encourage you uh, today to take the time, enjoy your kids, instill that sense of wonder in them, and then ask the Lord, Father, what do you want me to do with regard to their homeschooling? If you anything like me, and I know a lot of you are, it matters to you tremendously what you're teaching your children and what they're hearing. And the only person that's going to that's gonna tell you what to do about that is the Lord. And the only way that you're going to hear from him is to get alone with him, to get in his word, into the Bible. And ask the Lord to show you what does he want you to do with your kids, and he will show you. But if you're tired and burned out on homeschooling right now, and you're, and that's your reason for quitting, I would say take a break, go outside with your kids, uh, listen for the birds, tune out the airplanes, and uh, just listen for the voice of the Lord, and he will He will speak to you. Hey, for those of you who have been um, asking, I really appreciate this, uh, about uh, my book, Becoming MomStrong. It is available for pre-order right now, along with some freebies and a coupon code. Uh, you can get my any one of my, um, not the heirloom necklaces, so not the solid, solid sterling silver, but any one of the other necklaces. When you order Becoming MomStrong uh, as a pre-order on our website, you can get one of those necklaces for half off. So check out the show notes today and we will uh, get that coupon code to you. It'll be available when you pre-order Becoming MomStrong. It's also available with a matching journal and the Becoming MomStrong Bible study, woo, woo, which I think you guys are going to love. I have already seen the galleys for it, and I cannot wait uh, to see that get into your hands this fall. Um, it's going to be great. So we've got a lot more information coming up about Becoming MomStrong and about the MomStrong Conference. If you're interested in hosting a MomStrong event in your neck of the woods, email me, podcast at thebusymom.com. Let us know where you're from, what area uh, you're looking at bringing the MomStrong Conference to, and one of our staff will get back to you. We really appreciate you guys. Appreciate you for listening and for sharing this podcast with your friends, and we covet your prayers as we come to the end of a very busy speaking season. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.